0: If not now, tell me when. If
1: not now. Welcome to Just Married, stories about love and citizenship in the decade of marriage equality. I'm Jennifer Bass. In this episode, Jean and Martha talk about their courtship and their decision to marry a quarter century later. Here's Ireland Meacham.
2: Jean and Martha first got to know each other at their workplace. It just so happens that their workplace was a field camp in Zaire where they were both studying chimpanzees.
3: I was a graduate student at Rutgers and Jean was a professor at IU and it was a joint project so we were involved in that fieldwork season during the summer.
0: Um, there was a little voice outside the the hotel room saying,
3: I'm here, I'm here. I had a classmate that had been in the first field season with Jean that I had not been the previous year. And we were in a class together, and she knew that I was going out the second year. And she said, oh, you're going to love Jean. And she she didn't know I was gay. You know, she just knew that Jean was a really cool person, somebody that I would really be impressed with. Um, And sure enough, that turned out to be the case.
0: We just sort of got to know each other better and, and spent time talking, looking at, you know, the, the African skies, an amazing thing and, and, you know, fun stuff
3: like that. It's probably fair to, to say that our colleagues might have noticed maybe even before we did. I remember I bought a shirt at the market and um, one of my classmates who was with us, she was teasing me, she said, oh, date night. So she she was calling she was calling the bluff before almost before you know we really kind of clued in ourselves
2: after the field season ended Martha returned to Rutgers to finish her coursework and Jean went back to Indiana University to teach but it wasn't long before Martha made the twelve hour drive to visit Jean
3: when I came here uh, and walked into Jean's house and this environment I was seeing her in her context and it just felt immediately uh, warm and comfortable and you know it it was a it was a nice fit. We did the long distance, or I did the long distance <laughs> driving a little bit. As soon as I finished my coursework, I came out here to, to live with her, and I found an outside advisor here, and so I finished up my dissertation remotely from IU.
2: Martha and Jean were happily living together, but they were still a bit afraid of what their family and friends would think.
3: Well, I, I had come out to my parents when I was 26, uh, but I, I was not out in graduate school just because, honestly, as as a female uh, scientist, you know, you've got enough against you as it is.
2: When it came time to come out to her parents, Martha braced herself for the worst.
3: I waited about a year to tell them because at the time, in the rural South, within a conservative family, it's it's not a cool thing to be. So I sort of had to mentally brace myself for you know, the possibility of losing my job, losing my family, losing my friends. And when I told him, my dad looked at me and said, I would have rather you taken a gun and shot me than tell me that. But I just kept calling and, and I'd talk to Mom on the phone and I'd, I'd go visit, not very often, but I'd go and he, he wouldn't talk to me. And so this, this went on, this kind of drug on for a number of years until he, he finally just realized that I wasn't going away. And I think because I was his only child, you know, it's like, well, do you want a kid or not?
2: Jean, on the other hand, had a very different coming out experience.
0: My my mother asked me, uh, you know, well, you and Martha, you you know, which was pretty amazing um, because I hadn't said anything to anybody. I mean, I think at that point everybody at the university probably knew um, because we'd never hidden it here. But I certainly hadn't come out to family, and we'd always done vacations separately and uh, over holidays and things. It's it's clear what one could be afraid of, uh, and I was you know worried that you know if they reacted badly, it might hurt our family relationships and all my nieces and that sort of thing, but they were, uh, uh, everybody's been incredibly welcoming.
2: Jean and Martha lived together as partners for 23 years, until June 2013, when the United States Supreme Court declared the Defense of Marriage Act, or DOMA, unconstitutional. Until that day, DOMA had legally defined marriage as between one man and one woman. Repealing the law meant that federal rights of marriage could no longer be denied to married same-sex couples.
3: I won't speak for Jean; she can say. But for me, uh, if you're going to get married, it, it needs to be legal, and it needs to be legal nationwide. And that didn't happen until DOMA fell in 2013. So I'm I'm reading the um, Supreme Court blog, you know, every day. I'm I'm following the arguments. I'm I'm typing emails to lawyer friends going, "It's going to go this way. It's going to go that way. Oh my God! You know what's going to happen? Who's going to fold? You know, how are they going to vote?" And so it was in in some ways it was kind of it was a little stressful as well as exciting because you got your hopes up there was a possibility this could really happen i'm going to be a real citizen now i'm going to be acknowledged as a person in this country but what if it doesn't happen it made me feel a little more vulnerable than i had felt with no rights but because waving that possibility in front of you is suddenly quite thrilling and then the possibility of it not happening would be devastating. I think even even worse than just going along as you were. We were just thrilled to be able to live long enough that uh, it happened in our lifetimes.
0: We still have a cork, the Doma cork, and the <laughs> Doma Down. I think is what you wrote on the wrote on the cork.
2: After Doma fell, the question wasn't if it was when.
0: So we we kind of eloped basically. Yeah. Um, you know the internet's a, a strange thing, and I remember poking around and uh, discovering that, sure enough, you could go and book a slot at the San Francisco courthouse to get married. We were busy putting a new roof on the house, and Martha was actually outside on the scaffolding doing something. And I, I remember going out, and it sort of—it wasn't really popping a question, but it was sort of—I I think I just—it was setting a date, is what yeah, it was. yeah, literally saying, "Well, wh- you want
3: to get." Uh, married on your birthday this year in San Francisco? You know, San Francisco City Hall was a fantastic place to get married. It's absolutely gorgeous. At the top of the rotunda stairs is a bust of Harvey Milk and so we were able to just you know stand right there by Harvey. Remember how how, uh, people kept
0: saying, oh congratulations, congratulations, as we were walking in. It was really sort of a sweet
3: uh, it was fantastic. It was, it was touching. It was really nice. I think a homeless person even congratulated us at one point. We were walking down the street. You know, in the rom coms, you you stare into somebody's eyes and everything else fades away. And you know, we've been together for twenty three years, right? You know, we're just an old married couple. Mm-hmm. But when we were standing there, uh, taking our vows, look, you know, looking at each other in the eyes. Literally everything else went away. I have no memory there. It's a public place. There are people coming up the stairs They're watching. They're walking around. All sorts of things are going on. We had a photographer Two people around. So there's all sorts of things going around, but everything just completely melted away except Jean's eyes. I can't imagine getting married when you're young and you don't know. You think it's gonna work, right? It's a big risk. You're jumping off (laughs) with each other into the void, but for us, you know, we'd been in the void for 23 years, and, <laughs> and we, we knew each other very well, we were very happy. So, you know, it was, it was a different situation for us, but it was still pretty magical.
0: <laughs> All right, Martha's probably one of the most in- engaging, generous, loving people you could ever meet. And
3: um,
0: I think every friend we have, we've gotten from you.
3: We just like hanging out together. I can easily be with Jean for 24 hours a day, day after day after day. I'm, I'm a lucky girl.
1: Support for Just Married comes from the Indiana University's Department of Gender Studies, the Office for Vice President for Research New Frontiers Program, and the IU Bloomington Arts and Humanities Council. WFHB's Blooming Out is our podcast host. Thanks to Ireland Meacham and to Carrie Newcomer and the Blue Note Sessions for musical selections. Listen to Just Married podcasts on wfhb.org/slash-just-married, or find us on Facebook at Marriage Equality Heartland.